The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves the experience of cracking them open or you love the convenience of no-shell pistachios like myself, Wonderful Pistachios is the perfect healthy snack for when hunger strikes. And there are a bunch of tasty flavors to choose from too, like honey roasted, smoky barbecue, jalapeno lime, and more. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I Am Athlete Tonight. What up, what up, what up, everyone? This is I Am Athlete Tonight. Hope you're having a fantastic Friday. It's your boy, the Emmy Award-winning sports analyst, amateur chef, plus 10-year NFL defensive lineman, Lee J. Doosable, and you know I'm with my guys, a man that represents the 305, more specifically Carroll City. He's covered the Miami Dolphins for over 15 years as a beat writer and NFL columnist and recently went to a Dave Chappelle show and gave his thoughts about the show on Twitter. My guy, Mr. Omar Kelly, and a man who literally knows everyone. He's known to get in the boxing ring from time to time and is the president of the Joe Burrow Fan Club, former first-round pick of the Tennessee Titans. My guy, Adam Pack, got that pack. Jones, fellas, how y'all doing on this good Friday? What's up, O? Chilling, man. Really What's happening good, with man. you? I'm doing good. I hit the reset button. Just got back from Bahamas. Uh, yeah. for a good show tonight, man. Happy mm, Friday, how, how was the fellas? Bahamas? Did, did you eat some some what, did, some fish? You had some uh Better have some conch. Yeah. No, you know, I don't I don't do all the seafood thing. That's for you guys. I like a nice steak. And anybody that knows Bahamas, the steak is not the same steak that nah. we eat over here. Nah, <laughs> you trying to say that steak wasn't hitting on nothing, huh, Pat? I'm saying they say we spoil. I'll admit that I am a little spoiled. Um, yeah, it's not the same, but I love Bahamas, though. Mm. Uh, Omar, I, like I've talked to you since you went to the Dave Chappelle show, but I didn't I didn't get you, your thoughts on it. I saw a little stuff on Twitter. Yeah, but I, I would like to, to hear from the man himself. What what you thought about the Dave Chappelle show? Uh, obviously, it was an entertaining night. Um, I will say this. Um, you know, I know this is probably gonna mean nothing to pack, but the the whole night hit me for about seven hundred dollars. Mm, um, expensive date. Y- yeah. So I, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's just that's just a, a Wednesday night for pack. You know, if, <laughs> and don't let it be Magic City night. Then it it then multiply times a hundred. <laughs> oh my god. But but for me, a seven hundred dollar date, you know, um, is a little bit steep. Um, and what what I will say about the show is it's all new material. Okay. Um, he was testing out some things. You tell you could tell he's trying to work on perfecting the Netflix show. He localized a little bit, regionalized a little bit, 
took a took a member in the audience and continued to have had a 20 minute conversation with the young man and, 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 and made it made jokes and funny, you know, dialogue. So you could see he was, you know, he was thinking on the fly. Um, what I will say is if you're a Dave Chappelle fan, yeah, it's worth it. See, I wish if, I had got the tickets for that thing. If you're not a Dave Chappelle fan, it, it's a very steep price. Steep price if you're not a huge fan. Yeah, steep price if you're not a huge fan. But especially if you're gonna see it on a Netflix special. But and, and you could just tell he was working through some material. But overall, it was a it was a funny night. So was it one of those things when you walk in, they're like, you can't record anything? Oh yeah, you you had to put your phone in a, a um yeah in, in a little container. I think he was one of the. Oh, first... you literally had to put your phone in the container. Oh, oh, absolutely, and and they unlocked it after the show. Yeah, you wow. You, you walk okay, in there with any kind, not even just your phone. If you had an Apple Watch, you had to put it in in a container too. Like literally anything that could record. Yeah, it, it, it had to go, and you know, and I understand where these comedians are going because you know, think about it. When you go to a concert now, all you do is you see people holding up their phone, not really enjoying the moment. And what that experience, and I'm one of those people too because I like to record and I like to make sure I share it with people so that you, if you couldn't afford to be there, you at least got to see the experience. And I and I share on Twitter, um, and. This is allowing him to work because he did some real racy and controversial jokes. And you know how he's he, he says he's he's not going to talk about the LGBTQ community anymore. But he got he got like punchlines that bring it all the way back to them, uh, you know, consistently. And so, you know, while you're working on your material, you just don't want that stuff out there. So, yeah, I, I, and, and definitely if he's going to use it in the Netflix special, he don't want that to be recorded and put out there. You costing Dave money if you do that. So Absolutely. I didn't know the security was like that, though. I oh, thought no, maybe there would be like people walking around like if you're recording, they kick you out. But nah, no, it was no, no, no. It was he's like we ain't going to give you the opportunity to record. No, he's been doing he's been one of the pioneers of that. Anytime you go see him in a show, you your, your phone got to be locked up. Mm. Um, and I think that was before COVID. Your 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 phone got to be locked up. Like you you can't. They put it in this machine that only they could open. So wow. it's, that's it's kind of dope, though. Yeah, I mean, Pac, have you Pac, you ever been to a Dave Chappelle show? Yes, I have. Here in uh, what is it? Sardinia? Oh, that's right, because he's from out there. <laughs> yeah, he's from here. Um, I actually went to the show when he had it out at his house, and it's the same way. Like, it's you have to put your phone in the case. And um, he have, I don't know how much land he got up here in Ohio, but it's fucking a humongous piece of property. And um, the show here is unbelievable. I had a, It's like a nighttime vibe. It's all yeah. outdoors. Um, and it was funny. Um, Hold on. I'm a, I'm a day. His, his house bigger than yours, Pat? I don't know if his house is bigger than mine. But, his <laughs> but the property, land, <laughs> the, yeah, land, the land, he got the land. The land, yeah, he got probably a hundred and some acres out there. Damn, he got that much. I know he ain't from like a big town, so I know he, he hey, probably brought up bro, most of it. <laughs> he owned the whole town, bro. I bet. Because I remember he did his Netflix special during like COVID have, and he went out there with yeah, the cameras. And I was seen, like, this is where Dave Chappelle from? <laughs> have you ever seen the special of him talking about the town? And oh, No, I, that's uh, the one I was just talking about where he actually took, he went back yeah. home and took the cameras. Like, I was surprised. I'm like, this is, I because for the longest, I always assumed he was from D.C. Because he always seems like he was just always in D.C. Yeah. But then he did that special showing he was from Ohio. And I was like, oh, 
I didn't from, know this was. He's from DC. From. He was he was he was a divorced home. So half the time he was raised in Ohio, half the time he was oh, raised so in DC. Oh, so that's what it is. Okay. Because yeah. I was like, I always just assumed he was from DC because it seemed like he always repped DC so hard. And then he did that special, and even and then he even did another special where he went back to the the high school, the performing arts school, and he did like twenty minutes there. And I was like, dang, I did not know Dave Chappelle was from Ohio. And uh, that was actually really dope, special during, you know, COVID. Me and my fiance watched it. And it was, it was interesting. Like you said, Pac, he had everybody outside. It's almost kind of like a farm type vibe yeah. to it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, had everybody outside drinking wine, just chilling. Like you said, no phones. That would have been been really dope to, to really get involved you, with. You know what? You know show. what I'm always jealous of? It was, he, it was he does he, Yeah, exactly. He does these concerts in New York where he brings out performers and entertainers. Sure. I don't know why he just don't do a Dave Chappelle. Remember he did a um 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 block the block party thing. Come on, thing in Philly, right? Y- yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. The block party. Dave Chappelle could do a concert with with him doing a being the host and telling jokes and have performers. Erica Badu. That would definitely sell out, <laughs> bro, bro. Dave Chappelle could do a a a a, Capella, a, a Coachella like yeah. if he wanted yeah. to like I don't I don't get it though he probably but doesn't want to be liable for money. everything <laughs> why why would he do that and you just spent seven hundred dollars <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah, Omar, yeah. for what, for, his, for an hour yeah. and a half Pat? <laughs> yes for an hour and a half so you're you're absolutely correct but he should do because the man got a podcast he in our arena now uh, Pat. He got a podcast. So, like, bro, you doing a podcast? You might as well do a tour concert thingy. Make tour some, concert thingy. <laughs> a block it's, party. It sound, do it for the culture. It sounds like he's you are one of his biggest fans, and that's probably one of your favorite comedians. Am I right, Arun? Oh, absolutely. I mean, who who isn't a Dave Chappelle fan? Yeah, you gotta be a Dave Chappelle fan. I, you know him as a person. You know he like he liked that. I don't know how to explain it. Um this experience. Weird. So he got like the food trucks in 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 the uh show when we was here in Ohio. Um it's 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 different. Like if, if you know, you know. If you don't know, you don't know. It's almost like Travis Scott performing uh when he got the roller coaster, you know what I mean, in the middle uh-huh. of the stage and all that. That's the kind of thing, I mean, not thing, but that's the kind of idea come to my head when I go to a Dave Chappelle show, because I've never been to, I don't been to a lot of com- comedian shows, but as far as the the, the layout and the the uh, uh, inti- uh, uh, intimacy, intimacy uh, what's the word? Intimacy. intimacy, yeah. Yeah, of what he, he does is, is different. Mm. I gotta I gotta get to one of his shows, man. But fellas, let's go ahead and get into this show. We have a really good one today. This is I am athlete tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys Omar Kelly and Adam Pac-Man Jones. Jadavion Clowney feels some type of way, and he's letting the Cleveland Browns know about it. We'll talk about that. Tell us how you feel about the NFL and their solution to the playoff seedings. Give us a call, 888-623-3646, 888-MAD-DOG-6. If you're like Pac and you're a Bengal, are you pissed off about it? Do you think the NFL made the right decision in the way they did the AFC playoff seating with what happened with DeMar Hamlin? We'll take those calls at the 8.25 p.m. hour. Again, the number 888-623-3646, 888-MAD-DOG-6. And the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars have a win-and-get-in playoff scenario. We'll preview this game, and we'll give you our pick for it. But first, 
some more great news regarding Demar Hamlin. Now, Demar Hamlin has uh, had his breathing tube removed and has begun talking with his care team, family, and his teammates. Now, Hamlin is talking to loved ones and also had a FaceTime, I don't want to say date, but he had a, a FaceTime with his teammates telling the players and coaches, love you boys, during Friday's team meeting. So that is great news. Adam Pacman Jones, I want to go to you because the last time we were on here was during that Monday night game. And it literally, as soon as we got off the show, the, the Mar Hamlin situation happened on the field in Cincinnati. So one, uh, I would like to get your perspective on the situation. And then just two, um, the, talk about the great news. We talk about how this is a brotherhood in the NFL, how it's a fraternity. Just talk about the great news. When one of our brothers seems like he's on the, the right side, you know, tr- you know, trajectory is going up as far as his health and potentially being back to who he was. Um, I love it, man. First of all, um, God is good, bro, all the time. You know, no we got to be so thankful. You know, um, this game of life is 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 crazy, you know. Um, more yet, we get the privilege to play football. First and foremost, I want to say uh, much respect to the Bengals organization, to the Bengals players, to the city of Cincinnati, because they showed a lot of support. I mean, they was down there outside of – they probably still down there – I know yesterday when I got back, I drove through the through the city and stopped, and I just wanted to see, you know what I mean, and, and feel the atmosphere. And man, it was at least 150 people still out there. Mm. So um, I want to say to everybody in Cincinnati that showed up, that lit uh, a candle, that got get well signs. Um, thank you. I would say thank you from the city, and that means a lot to us. Is uh, you know. Not, I mean, current players and current and former players, yeah. Tired, current and, and former players. Um, but yeah, man. Um, ah, I, about the game, it's 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 uh, it's so touchy. You don't even want to really talk about it. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that next. But I, I just wanted to get your perspective as a former player, again, Damn. an ex bangle Um, just you know, in regards to him doing well, and then the the scary situation that happened on the field literally minutes after we got off the air on Monday. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. Like, I'm just happy he's okay, man. Yeah. And I wouldn't, that's, that's a hard situation. Like my hands are getting sweaty right now because it's, 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 it's a quick second, bro. Like, and it could be any play, but like for, for this to happen, this is the first time I've ever seen somebody had to be, you know, resuscitated on the field twice. Mm. I've never seen that um, in person or as far as watching the game. So yeah. uh, this one hit home um, to all the all the guys out here, man. Um, make sure you're letting everybody know that you, you you love them, you're thankful for them. But the state of Cincinnati have showed up, and the, the doctors just came on and said he's doing really good. So um, it's a good thing. Yeah, I mean, again, it's a very scary situation. I've never seen anything like that. I know the players on the field have never seen anything like that. And to Pac's point, we're just glad that he's doing better, right? You know, the first night, 50% off the ventilator was breathing on his, his own 50%. Then the next day was able to write things down on a piece of paper, letting you know his neurological functions were still there to the day being able to FaceTime and talk to his teammates. I mean, God is good. Um, 
continue to pray for DeMar Hamlin, right? We want to see him back to where he was 8 p.m. Monday night football. We want to see him get back to that status. So, you know, the doctors came out, said it's still going to be a long road, but everything is looking up right now. And that's all we can ask for because that's all we've been praying for in regards to DeMar Hamlin. So, brother, we're still with you praying. We know our teammate, LaShawn Shady McCoy, is going to be the honorary, like, captain this week. You know, he went to pit just like DeMar Hamlin did. In their game, the Bills versus the 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 Patriots, he's heading out there to Buffalo. He's going to be the honorary captain for that game. So um, it's dope that LaShawn gets to go out there and, and kind of stand in place for his young brother, DeMar Hamlin, in that game and really rally the Buffalo Bills. Pack the situation that you were kind of talking about, let's go ahead and get into it because it's a little confusing. So I want everybody out there to just stay with me as I try to break this complicated situation down, right? And it's the seating in the playoffs, yeah, more specifically dudes. with the AFC, right? Explain so, it to me like I'm a fifth grader. Dude. I'm going to try to break it down really slow. All right. So now the NFL owners have approved a plan that leaves open the possibility of a neutral site AFC championship game and could determine home field advantage for a wild card game between Pac-Man's Bengals and the Baltimore Ravens by a coin flip. Let me tell you how we got here, right? All right, so the following scenarios, based on week 18 results, the last week in the NFL season, were approved for the holding the title game at a neutral site. Now, if this happens, it'll be at a neutral site. If Buffalo and Kansas City both win or tie, and they, they both get to the AFC Championship game, a Bills and Chiefs Championship game will be at a neutral site. Now, if Buffalo and Kansas City both lose, and Baltimore wins or ties than a Bills Chiefs championship game if they were to meet in the AFC championship game would, again, be at a neutral site. Now, if the Buffalo Bills and Kansas City both lose and Cincinnati wins, a Bills or Bengals first Chiefs championship game would be at a neutral site. So if Kansas City and Buffalo both lose and Pax Bengals beat the Ravens this weekend and, you know, uh, if the Bills or Bengals play the Chiefs, that will be at a neutral site. You lost me. You lost me. You lost me. Uh, I, I, I'm breaking it down. I'm breaking it down. Me. Last scenario. If the Ravens neutral, win neutral, this neutral. Sunday, if the Ravens win this Sunday versus the Bengals and are matched against the Cincinnati Bengals in the AFC wildcard game, the site could be determined by a coin flip. Now, how did they get to this, right? You got to think. The Bengals are going to have one less game. The uh, the Ravens already beat the Bengals this year, so if they beat them twice, they essentially could win the division, but they've already given the division to the Bengals based on win percentage already this season. So the Bengals already won the crown, but the NFL thought that wouldn't be fair because we don't know what the result of the, the Bengals and Bills game would have been. So if the Bengals had lost to the Bills and then they lose to the Ravens, then the Ravens essentially would have won the AFC division. So now what the, the NFL came up with is if the Ravens and Bills, who right now I think are slated to play each other in the first round of the playoffs, if the Ravens do win this Sunday versus the, the Bengals and they play each other in the wild card game, who, whoever wins the coin flip will host the game at home in that first round. So, I mean, it's a lot to decipher. But the thing is, a lot of Bengals players and coaches are upset, and rightfully so, because the NFL had a protocol had there been a canceled game this season. And let me break down what the rules said in the rule book. Now, under the category of emergencies and unfair acts, and the specific rule entitled competitive policy for canceled games. If a game is canceled, a team standing in its division or in its conference shall be determined on the basis of its final record. 
When necessary, playoff tiebreakers shall be calculated according to per game average for all teams. There's now in that in the current not in the past rule, there was nothing about neutral sites or coin flips or seed basing on win percentages. The NFL came up with that because this was a unique situation with DeMar Hamlin. We have never seen a situation like this. So they had to, they decided, you know, the owners voted on it and they got a majority vote to change that rule. But, you know, that's why a lot of Bengals, you know, coaches and, and players and fans are kind of mad about it because if the Bengals were to somehow lose this Sunday, they could potentially, even though they won the AFC North, they could be starting the playoffs on the road versus the, versus the Ravens. So, Pat, let me go to this. Go to you. I know it's a lot to decipher, right? And I know a lot of the Bengals coaches and players are upset. What's your response to this rule change? Who in the fuck made up this rule? That is my, like, I'm not talking nothing about we're talking about the rules right now, right? All right. Yeah. So who in the fuck made up that rules? Guess what? The owners got to vote on it. And when the owners vote on it, we feel left out because nobody liked the Bengals. <laughs> well, that's nobody. not true. There was three There was t- three teams that voted against it, and there was a couple that abstained from voting. All right. So I, I, obviously we got outvoted. <laughs> and, like, I, is that fair? Is, is it fair that my owner that – it's some haters that don't like Mr. Brown. But do you That's think that, that was it or or Pack? Because we kind of talked about this in pre-production Man. show, me and you. Like what this is a these are different circumstances, right? We yes. kind of talked about that. Like, no matter what, somebody most likely was gonna be upset about the ruling, right, Pack? Fair or not fair. Somebody was gonna fair, be upset. <laughs> it's all about it's all about the market. Oh, because y'all say out of all the rest of the teams, y'all market ain't as big. Let's say if it was vice versa and the Bills was winning the game. <laughs> they, Come on, man. It was only oh, the wait, first wait, quarter, wait, though, wait, Pat. Wait, it was wait, early. Wait, wait, wait. They got it a smaller matter. market than y'all. No, no, not uh, but they fan, but they fan base right. show up every week. But they fan base <laughs> let's do this. wherever they, wherever let's they do this. to go. Let's they use, still let's, got a small market. Let's use my Cowboys then, Mr. Smart Guy. Let's, okay. let's, yeah. let's use my Cowboys against uh, the Jaguars. And you tell me how that's going to – let's use San Francisco against Cleveland. You tell me now, how – you want me to keep going? It, it would never happen. Now, I, I don't think it was a small um, market decision. Imagine, but imagine this happened to Bill Belichick. Oh, my God. <laughs> We we went here. I mean, the NFL essentially may not like the Patriots, so they might rule against it. <laughs> I, 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 I'm actually, I you know, the one thing I do like about this is the neutral site element because if I'm the sorry. two meeting the AFC Championship, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, ain't nobody trying to go to Buffalo in January. Um, well, is that, it, that ain't neutral because <sighs> no, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Let, let let's just say, for instance. Okay, you have the AFC Championship game in Miami, just like we host just like you host the national championship game or Orange Bowl. It, you know, fans from both teams can come down. We could sell the tickets, you know, offer. It could be an experience. And I think that the AFC, I think these championship games, you could take them on the road. And these could be experiences, not just, you know, oh. Man, you, this is not college. <laughs> hey, well, this, this is my thing. This is my I'm thing, Pat. Money, I'm talking about money, Pat. I'm talking about money. This, they make enough money. This is my thing, state. Omar and Pack. Again, these are extenuating circumstances, right? We yes. the NFL was 
in a rock and a hard place, to be honest with you, because we've never impact. We talked about this like we've never seen anything like this happen. And to the NFL's point, we know they always like to push things forward, things forward. I believe the Bengals and Bills want to push that game forward as well. I don't think that game could have actually been been played. So like I was saying, like no matter what, somebody was going to be upset with the ruling. I'm actually not upset with this ruling. Now, if I'm the Bills and the Bengals, I am a little upset because if you look at it, we beat the Chiefs. Both of our teams beat the Chiefs already this season. So them having home field advantage is utterly ridiculous, right? So what happens, and right now the way it's slated, I don't think that any of these teams would play in the divisional round. Well, actually, two of these teams are going to have to play in the divisional rounds, right? Because there's only four teams left in the divisional rounds. So two of these teams are going to have to play in the divisional round. Somebody's going to be upset they don't get home field advantage during the divisional round, right? So honestly, I think they should have made that the divisional round and the AFC championship game a neutral site if they're going to go that route. But then you're talking about teams potentially losing money. And I know Detroit is a is a stadium that people thought about, but I think they've already booked for AFC championship weekend. So I think the next smartest thing would be the Colts stadium. Cause I think that's middle of the road for everybody. I think that's right around the corner for Cincinnati, not far for Buffalo, not far for Kansas city. So I can see it going there, but in my head guys, I kind of want this game in Chicago. Cause all three of these teams are cold weather teams. Why shouldn't Hell the game nah. be outside? Hell no. Nah. Don't 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 make it a horrible experience for the fans that's paying it, money. So if it was in Cincinnati or Buffalo, it was going to be horrible for the fans. They would have been outside. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to tell you. So that's, I that's honestly think I instead of putting it inside and making it cushy, let's go to Chicago. Let's go to Chicago to the Chicago it, to, to Soldier it, Field. Soldier that place Field. Is a dump. Come on, bro. Right. Just think, think bold. Think, 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 bro. Think lush. Think experience. This, uh, this, this, championship this ain't the Super Bowl, bro. It's the no, AFC no, no, Championship. No, 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 bro. You got to play in the. You got to play in the weather, bro. You play in the elements, advantage. Bro. Listen, you, you that, 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 that give, Hold on. That get the Bills advantage. I don't know. Y'all throw the ball a lot too, though, Pack. I know, but we can run the ball. We can run yeah. the ball. We I mean, they the can with their quarterback. They can run it. <laughs> yeah, but I'm like it's different if we it's different we if we in Buffalo and it's three below in a snow blizzard. Yeah, but that's why I say I think it should be in Chicago. I think so that makes on. it fair. As players, y'all want I want to play in my elements. Yeah, yeah. You want to play. You want to play in elements. the weather you comfortable in. That late. That's supposed to be the advantage. I want to play at my. I, I, I want to play at our stadium. I want to sleep at my house. I want to take my yeah. same route to the game. I want to go get in the, the same hot tub I get in before the game. I want my people to stretch me. I want to feel as most comfortable that I can possibly feel. Mm. Buck O'Neill dedicated his life to teaching us about the heroes of the Negro Leagues and demonstrating that you could get further in life with love than you could with hate. Now is our opportunity to say thank you to this legendary man. Join the Negro Leagues Baseball Museum as we celebrate Buck's long overdue induction into the National Baseball Hall of Fame by supporting our Thanks a Million Buck campaign. It's an effort to raise at least $1 million by fans donating a buck or more in support of the NLBM. Remember, every buck counts. To donate, visit thanksamillionbuck.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway. 
and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Let's talk about Jadavion Clowney, fellas. Now, Jadavion Clowney was sent home. Now, the Browns sent Jadavion Clowney home on Friday, a day after he criticized the Browns coaching staff and admitted he refused to play on anything other than third down during the Ravens game in week 15. Now, it's likely Clowney has played probably his last game with the Browns. Clowney isn't happy with what he perceives as coaching staff trying to get Garrett favorable matchups, which he's the best defensive lineman on your team. That's usually what happens. But I digress, right? If you look at it, Miles Garrett has 15 sacks. Jadavion Clowney has two. Well, Jadavion Clowney talked with Mary Kay Carbot about how he felt, and this is what he said. He said, 95% sure I won't be back. This is what he told Mary Mary Kay uh Cobbett um, on Cleveland.com on Thursday. He said, but there's that 5%. You never know what can happen. Now, I talked about it earlier. Clowney has two sacks and 28 tackles in 12 games, and he doesn't believe the Browns have put him in the best position to succeed. He went on to tell her, I just feel like I need to be around somebody that believes in me and my ability. Clowney says, he says, it can't just be me believing in myself. I believe in myself more than anybody. And then Miles Garrett got wind of this. And of course, he replied by saying this. We just want volunteers and not hostages. Adam Pac-Man Jones, let me take it to you, brother, because we've been in multiple locker rooms. Have you ever been in a locker room where a guy decided to tell reporters he's most likely not coming back next year, even though the season is still ongoing? And what would have been your response to that? It just It's the time and the place for everything. Shut up, bro. Shut the fuck up and wait till the end of the season, bro. Like, it's not, it's, what do you get out of that? Like, that's what I would have told him. Like, bro, what the fuck, bro? bro? Shut up, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, bro. It ain't all about you every day, bro. Shut up. Uh, it's, it's, it's a unique situation, right? Because I can understand you being frustrated. We we talked about this earlier with Brandon Cooks, right, Pat? He was frustrated. Again, you can be frustrated with the coaches and stuff, but again, we're your brothers that have been in war with you, right? Don't take it out and, you know, not play because you're mad at a situation, right? Because 
us as players, we didn't put you in that situation. I don't know what your deal was or when you signed it or what they told you, what the, you know, how they were going to scheme you up. But this, this is a bigger picture to me guys. And, 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 and stay with me as I tell the story. Let's not forget Jadavion Clowney was the number one pick in football when he came out. Right. Y'all remember what team he was on before he came to the Browns, and I'm not talking about Seattle. I'm talking about the team that drafted Houston, him. Texas. Houston, Texas. Wasn't there another player on that defensive line that was lauded one of the best players in the NFL, yeah. and that they schemed up stuff for him there too? Wasn't yeah, there another yeah. player? JJ Watt, right? That's who it was. JJ. So as I look at this, it seems to me, and I'm always on the side of players, but it seems like Jadavion Clowney's butt hurt, right? Because he's never actually got to be the guy. He was nah, first overall he- pick. And even at the Houston Texans, he wasn't the guy. Now, I've heard multiple people say that the, the Texans' def, best def, defensive player was him. But as far as the nation and writers and fans, J.J. Watt was always the guy on that team. Mm-hmm. He comes to Cleveland, right? And let's not forget, Miles Garrett vouched for this guy. He wanted to bring him back this year because Clowney was there last year. I think he had nine, nine and a half sacks last year. And Miles Garrett wanted him back. They wanted that dynamic duo you know, going into this season. So Miles Garrett vouched for you. And now you coming out saying, well, I don't like how they scheming for Miles Garrett. Like, when is the best player never, when is the best player not been schemed for? J.J. Watt went up and down the line of scrimmage. He always faced a weak offensive lineman. They do the same thing for Miles Garrett because he's better than you. That's why they do it. And again, I'm always for the players. But I, I didn't really like this situation because, one, like Pac said, just be quiet about it and wait till the end of the season. If you want to say that in closing Nobody meeting. talking to you in the that, end of the season. No, no, no you no, crazy. No. Y'all y'all can't wait to get in that locker room at the end because y'all want some tea oh, and this oh, would have been about, tea. you talking about after Yeah, because he did Man, the interview. Mary he Kay did the Cavity interview. ain't going to be thinking about him at the end of the season. She think about quarterbacks. No, if she, she if he gave her that soundbite, she, she would have. Exactly, Omar. Nice. You tried it. You tried it. But if 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 he, if he gave her that soundbite, she definitely would have been like, "Oh, why don't you tell me more?" But my thing is, you still got another game this weekend versus Not Pittsburgh now, Steelers. Yeah, and but I, I literally saw something that uh, our homegirl Justina Anderson put out there. His agent put out a, a statement. It was you know Miles, you know uh, Jadavion Clowney would like to finish what he started. No, you you light up the the locker room and, and throw a bomb in there and talk about now you talking about you want to finish the season right. They probably you know what it is, Pat. They probably go hit him with that conduct detrimental, and he realized he might not get that money, so he straightened up real quick. But my thing is, why, what what was the purpose of this? What again? You guys aren't going to the, to the playoffs. Contract detrimental to the team? Come on, man. Well, like, well, if he refused to go in when they told him to go in. That's that's true. Yeah. You, so, you like, right. You got him. So, my you thing is, see. like, but bro, it's one more week in the season. You can, you could have let your grievances out at the end. Because, Pat, one thing we know, we'll take everybody into the locker room and upstairs. At the end of the season, you meet with your position coach. You meet with the head coach. You meet with the GM. If you had an issue, even during the season, you should have went up there and said something to all three of them. Now, I don't know if he did or did not, but at the end of the day, you have to understand, he's Batman, you're Robin, and that's no disrespect. Miles Garrett is just a better player than you, and they're going to scheme things up for him because he's been able to get to the quarterback consistently from anywhere on the, on the defensive line, and that's just what it is. 
Yeah, and and Miles Garrett is come on, bro. We finna go and get you really get your stuff packed. I hope you already done shipped it wherever you gotta go. <laughs> you know he because did because this is like apple to oranges when they get to Mr. Gary and yourself, brother. Come on, bro. You've been yeah. a number two pretty much everywhere you've been. I think, and I think that's part hey, of the issue he's but, having. But listen, listen. He's cashed eighty-one million dollars worth of checks. Yeah, yeah. We, we, he ain't hurting for no money now. Yeah, during his career, ten. We ain't million talking about the money. I know, I know, but you know, he could be butt hurt, but he's 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 super selfish, rich, man. and he's going he's going. He, but a pack percentage of players are selfish. Probably yeah. about. Yeah, but my thing is, I, I don't even mind players being selfish. Like Pac said, it's a time and a place. Like you just don't air that out publicly with another game on the docket. Like if you want to air that out publicly when the season over, it I don't have no problem with that. It. That woman, <laughs> asked, right. that woman asked him a question, and Mary Kay Cabot is really connect, connected, and she does a good job as a reporter. And she and she probably so hold on. She asked him about coming back next year with a game left in the season, no more. I mean, or did he divulge he, that information he's un- freely? He's unhappy about his situation. She's probably known he's been unhappy for a while, sat on until the season finale. He finally talked, gave her what he what she'd been waiting for. She's been waiting for her. And and, and, and now, you know, she probably played it nice diplomatically. That's that's the way I would play. Oh, okay, okay. And then that article came out, huh? Yeah, came out season season finale. You take your sucker punch, and and then um, you know, you deal with the ramifications. He probably said what he needed to say, let you know this is why my season hasn't been going the way that I, I envisioned it to. I'm trying to get another the bag but come on is there any secret that he well, really so, wasn't going so, back to cleveland what she what did she really ask him yeah take why us you in the mind of a journalist yeah. omar why, why you ain't, why you ain't balling bro why why is your season <laughs> so slow uh, yeah i mean why is your productivity down that's probably how the question Ooh, began. she probably and acted started, just like that he, and he, he, started, oh, yeah. he started doing this finger pointing finger for, pointing and blaming everybody no. else it is you the know is miles garrett now garrett the truth the man yeah, got 15 listen. sacks and he missed the game. Yeah, listen. <laughs> and, and so, you know, and he probably told her, like, you know, just, just hold off on this until, you know, see the, the, the season finale. She put she fired her bullet and, and it, it got him suspended. But is it gonna mess with his money? He probably gonna suck somebody else out of another at least eight million dollars. Oh, he gonna get that regardless, probably. Yeah. Just use number one pick, and he's a, he's a good player. He is a. I, I'm not going to say David Conley isn't a good player. He is a really good player. He's. But a, I just. He's, I, I just. I don't think he handled this situation the best. He I did. There was another he did. Way he he could did. Handle a, this. Uh, a lot of us handle situations poorly. That's true. That's true. This, Let's get I mean, to these calls. Go ahead, Omar. What'd you say? Speaking his piece, though, you know, and, and that's the thing. I, I as a journalist, because you know how I do it. Everybody, everybody got to have that opportunity to say what their piece is, whether it's right or wrong or accurate. He got a perspective why his season hasn't gone the way that he thinks, and he's he got a right to share. Not a team all in their feelings because he did. Yeah, you know, I don't think they in their feelings. They they saying we just don't want you to be a distraction. Yeah. Go ahead and get about here. <laughs> yeah, take your ass home. Yeah, I, I mean, there's one game left. We ain't going to the playoffs. We don't need no no other mess going around here. Go ahead and go and handle your business. Just don't do it here. That man probably saw that they were going to play some younger players to see, you know, to see what we have in a young development. Might as well. You moving might, forward yeah. anyway. He got two sacks this season. So yeah, keep it pushing. Dude. Dude. Really, dude, bro? No. <laughs> this is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, Omar Kelly and Adam Pac-Man Jones. And we're about to open these phone lines up again in regards to the NFL and their solution to playoff seating. Let's head to San Diego. Ali, let's talk about the playoff picture. Welcome to I Am Athlete Tonight. 
Thanks for taking my call, fellas. Of hey, course. Look, I am unapologetically a Raider, right? I'll be at Allegiant State tomorrow to watch the Raiders beat Kansas City. If that happens, then, and the Cincinnati and Buffalo win, Cincinnati and Buffalo will have a better conference record than Kansas City. Beat them head-to-head also. And I would stipulate, if I was the league, that if Kansas City meets Buffalo or Cincinnati anytime in the playoff, the game will automatically be at Cincinnati or Buffalo. Now, the reason why this game tomorrow is so important, because, like I said, if they win, the Raiders win, they would, Kansas City would then lose out to Cincinnati and Buffalo win out in conference record. Now, I am going to be pulling for Buffalo this year. If Buffalo wins the Super Bowl, unless Josh Allen or Stephon Diggs balls out of control, I think the MVP of the game should be DeMar Hamlin. They should award him the MVP, and that's where that should go. Okay. Now, as far as this home field advantage is concerned and this, this uh, neutral site, I'm totally against it because I played high school ball. And one of the biggest things <laughs> I used to really get off on, no, seriously, it's it's great feeling to go into another team's home stadium and come out of there with that win and saying, like, what? Yeah, now what? We did that. So that home field advantage goes both ways. So now, but now I do believe, though, if Kansas City and Buffalo – or Cincinnati ends up playing in the playoffs, especially in the championship game, the game should not be given to Kansas City if they lose tomorrow and Cincinnati and Buffalo win because they will both have a better conference record than Kansas City, plus they would have beat them head-to-head. And I think that's an easy fix. I don't agree with this neutral site because you play for home for advantage. And even if you don't have the home field advantage, it still gets me up. It gets you up. I remember when the Raiders came to San Diego in 80 as a wild card and walked up in the Jack Murphy Stadium and took that from the Chargers. Took it. Yeah. And went to the Super Bowl. And that is a great feeling to walk off the field when you don't went to the home team's Lions den and come out of there with that win. So I don't agree with this neutral field. It takes away from an excitement of the home team as well as it takes away from the visiting team. Because it's something, it's a, it's a us against the world feeling when you go to the home stadium with all their fans. It gets you pumped, and it gives you that yeah. extra. It's almost like it's a really good feeling. That's all I can say. Yeah, appreciate you calling in, Ali. Um, yeah, Pat, we kind of talked about this earlier. Um, well, if if the Chiefs were to lose and the Bills win, then the Bills automatically will be the number one seed. But I get what he's saying is in regards to the Chiefs, right? In the um, Say they played him in a divisional round in the second round. That game, you know, should maybe be at a neutral site just because the Chiefs lost to the Bengals already. And if the Bengals had beat the Bills, then, you know, they would still had an outside chance of being a number one seed or they would have been a number one seed had they beat the Bills and the Ravens and say the Kansas City Chiefs do lose. So, I mean, again, nobody's going to be totally happy with the solution the NFL came up with. I do think, again, the Bengals did get the short end of the stick. And if I'm the Bengals and I'm Pac and I'm Zach Taylor, I am pissed off. I am a little hey, pissed man. off. Hey, man, listen, the Bengals don't need no help. They 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 went oh. to the Super Bowl. I'll say y'all were World Warriors last year anyway, Pac. Yeah, World Warriors. We, we, go, we going back anyway. It don't matter. We Talk going to take whatever to road that Joe want to take because – we believe in Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I doubted you at the right. beginning of the season, Pack. But uh yeah, I did but too. But that was like the hottest team right now. Yeah, but, absolutely. Um, no question. We have the one of the best defensive coordinators, and we have 
arguably the best quarterback in the NFL. You keep talking Lou up, boy. He he better get some looks for these head coaching offenses, even though there's not going to no, be that man, many. No, man, we don't want Lou to leave no time. We need him about two, you can't, two more. You can't, be, you, can't be a, you can't be a hater. Can't be a hater, Pack. You got to support that man's elevation. He got two more years on his deal. Bro, he got two more years on his deal, bro. That ain't how Mr. And, Brown works. And they let him out for head coaching opportunities. Mr. Brown ain't going to do that. Not right now. <laughs> he going to handcuff that man? No. Usually no. in the contract, if, if you're elevating, yes, they can't stop you. If you're Lou, elevating. Lou, deserve, Lou deserves to sit down and talk to teams this cycle. And, yeah, I, 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 think, I, and I think he will. I, I think he will. Now I will say I agree. Man, I'm just being a little biased, like you know. No, nah, you just being to... selfish. You don't want that man to leave. <laughs> no, I talked to him the other day on the phone. We had a long conversation, and I was just saying, I hope you don't leave. I hope you don't leave. What did he say? He started just... laughing. Yeah, he did. The one thing I will say about Lou, and I, I know him from my Miami days, is, and and this is one thing that I, I always look at when you're talking about prospective head coaches. Does he have the cachet to sell a quality what? staff with with an offensive coordinator, with a proven, established offensive coordinator? And that that was one of the things that Brian Flores lacked. And then you saw what his downfall was, where you know he had Caldwell. Caldwell had a little cancer. Shouldn't say a little cancer, but yeah, Caldwell had a Caldwell had a medical issue. He had to move out. The offense sucked. Then he brought in um on uh, Chan Gailey. Chan yeah, yeah. Gailey and him didn't work for a year. Had to move out. Then he tried to do the the two offensive coordinated things. And the offensive struggles was his downfall. Will Lou Anarumo be able to hire a good quality offensive coordinator? Because I don't worry about what he's going to do on defense. I know he's got the connections and the cachet. Will he be able? Does he have the the, the connections to hire a good offensive coordinator? Yeah, and that was Fangio's issue too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. Let's get I more. I don't get see to, why not because he's a he's a he's a people person, like player person too, Omar. Yeah, but sometimes like being cool. a, a people like person he, isn't it? You gotta you gotta you gotta have the right staff. Like you gotta I have think, the right connection. Yeah, and, and if you look yeah, around the NFL, the yeah, yeah. If you look at the NFL, a lot of these guys hire their friends, right? And that's why I respect respect Brian Dable. He didn't do that. He hired a whole bunch of random guys. And sometimes when you you have a melting pot like that, oh, that's not fair. Brian Dable is a well connected coach. So no, he is. But guys. I'm saying if you look, he, he didn't just try to. You know, most coaches try to take some of their people from Buffalo with them. He didn't really do that. You know, he didn't take everybody. Uh, from Buffalo. Sometimes, sometimes they do. Sometimes they're not allowed to. Well, no, but you you could think they couldn't even take the quality control coach, and I, he may have done that. But it's like he didn't take like like someone solid left, right? Michael Floor came with him. The offensive line assistant coach came with him. Like you know, that's what guys do, right? Yeah. Um, I think Mike McDaniel did the same thing with the receiver coach, right? So, but he didn't do that, and you know, he, he tried to hire the best coaches at all their positions, and it worked out for the, the Giants this year. They're going to the playoffs when nobody expected it. So Sometimes you're you know, not allowed to. Green Bay wouldn't allow Joe Philbin to take a single. Assist. Well, I mean, I think Joe Shane believed, would have believed whatever Brian Dabo wanted to do because they were in Buffalo together. They worked together. Absolutely. So No question. Yeah. Let's head to San Diego. Tommy wants to talk about playoff impacting lower seeds. Tommy, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. Hey, what's up, fellas? How you doing? Thank you. Of course. Hey, so I'm driving, so I have no idea, and and you guys might have a video or not, but uh, Mr. Jones, man, I don't know. He sounds like he's on a sleep number doing this show. You know, I don't know. (laughs) But, I I mean, I don't know. It just sounds like he's, like, chilling hard. Because that man just came off a vacation in the Bahamas. He's fresh off the flight. He's in a relaxed mode right now. 
Yeah, well, that's it. You need a vacation from the vacation. I get that. <laughs> so here's what I, my, my, I was thinking. First off, I'm going to be unpopular anyway. You know, it, it, we, we, what we hear out here on the streets is what we see, like, you know, on TV. Everyone crying, everyone doing their thing, uh, you know, for Mr. Hamlin. And, and that, that part is horrible. But what's crazy to me is that if we play one game, you should have played all the games, and they should have played this game. And if they don't have to put it on TV, that's one thing. But here's what I'm glad about. I'm glad that Buffalo now has to win to, to make something because this game could have been nothing for them against the Patriots because I'm a Steeler fan, right? So, And there's millions of us, and I know Pat. <laughs> You know, I got you. I, I <laughs> fun. I, you just made you know? me wake up, man. <laughs> I see. He, says I see that, he came out of his sleep number coma. <laughs> yeah, sleep number two on there. I got it. So what I'm saying is that now the Steelers, now they got to beat the Browns, which good thing. Jadavian's gone. Not that I had to worry too much about him because he has been slipping off this month, this year. <laughs> but what now that sucks is now Joe Flacco's going to play for the Jets. Not that that's, Hey, come on, Tommy. Get off my Jets, man. (laughs) No, 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 no. I want them to win. I need them to win. Yeah, I think they're going to get it done for you, Tommy. I think they're going to get it done. Tommy, what was their alternative? Play broken ribs, Mike White? (laughs) No, 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 no. No, I got it. I know, totally. But, see, I'm also a Baltimore hater, right? Because Joe Flacco all those years. So now I'm I'm rooting for this guy. It's it's just it's it's a little crazy, but some weird-ass shit's got to happen. You know, Steelers <laughs> and my boy Mike Tomlin trying to get his his record still, so he ain't got no losing seasons. You know. Yeah, appreciate you calling in, Tommy. Um, Omar, we kind of talked about this too. We we felt most of this week when we thought Mike White was going to play that the Jets most likely would win this game. Um, now yeah. if you look at it, I still like the Jets just because what the defense did to Skylar Thompson last time. I, um, I really do think the Jet um, Joe Flacco. The only thing is that the, the, the offensive the offensive line is a struggle too because George Fant and um, Dwayne Brown are out this game. Listen, I think that Joe Flacco gives them a better chance than Mike White because of the Mike White that played last week who couldn't play oh, the ball. Good. It was bad. Uh, he, he can't play. He can't play yeah. in, the, in that. That situation. first half when when them, the meds wore off. Yeah, no, it got ugly in that second that half. Yeah, they got real um, ugly. And, and I've seen I've seen a player. It's funny because we I keep thinking about um, Jay Cutler every time mm. we bring up Joe Flacco. And, you know, Jay Cutler, he broke his ribs. The the year Tannehill went down and, and Miami signed him for $10 million. Correct, and, which is he absurd. Was, he, he was stealing. He was stealing money. And Smoking cigarettes hot, on the sideline. <laughs> yes. The smoking Jay. Um, <laughs> and he, in that season, he broke his ribs. And after he broke his ribs, that man ain't want nobody to touch him. That ball, that ball got snapped and he got thrown immediately. And about Tannehill? No, no, no. Um, Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler. He yeah. broke his ribs that season. And I can see Joe Flacco playing the same game because Joe Flacco is just trying to get out of the game, get get to a fifteenth a season in the NFL, keep cashing them checks. Now, obviously, he knows he's got to play well, and I think that 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 might be a factor as well. But Joe Flacco ain't trying to get hurt, and the Dolphins are definitely going to be trying to hurt him. Yeah, the Boyer probably because he can't move at all. Oh, and with the offensive lineman, yeah, absolutely, they'll beat up. He's gonna be sending the blitzes. Um, the only thing is, my thing is, will, will they man up X and Garrett Wilson? X is coming off an injury. 
I don't know how healthy he is. It'll be interesting to see. And then also, if you look at um, Chubb, right, Bradley Chubb, from, from everything I've heard out of Miami, he's going to try his best to go. Anytime a player says that, that means, Pac, we know they ain't really healthy at all. Like, he's going to try to give one for the Gipper, though, just because they got a playoff chance. And then Teron Armstead, we don't know what his health condition is. We just talked about it. Carl Lawson just needs one more to get that bonus. He's going to probably be playing pass every down. He probably ain't playing run at all in this game. So uh, for some odd reason, I just feel like even though Mike White isn't playing, I feel like Joe Flacco, last time he played Josh Boyer's team last year with less talent, and he threw for almost 300 yards, and the the Jets almost beat the Dolphins. Um, So I I have a weird feeling that the Jets are going to somehow, even with all this is happening, they're going to figure out a way and – to Tommy's point, I think the Steelers are going to get into the playoffs because I think the Bills are going to annihilate the Patriots. What? I think the Bills are going to annihilate the Patriots. The Jets win. Okay. All the Steelers got to do is beat the Browns. I don't say all because you still it's, it's hard to win games in the NFL. Okay, I can see it. So, I, I can mean, see it. I can see it. With, what y'all think? Doubt. You think Pat? You think you think Joe Flacco gets it done? Man, I, <laughs> I just noticed the Ravens are are a blitzing team. They play man, single high zone blitz. They finna send the house at Joe Flacco. Oh yeah, Miami gonna send the blitz don't, every play, bro. Don't you think um uh the Ravens know Flacco in and out? Yeah. No, but talking about the Dolphins. Dolphins play. I'm gonna say, Dolphins play. Jets. I'm gonna say the Dolphins. The Dolphins. They know him, man. All you gotta do is send the house. Yeah, that's what they do anyway. In the house. <laughs> so they in the house. He's not can... very effective at it. And I and I think Josh yeah. Boyer will be coaching for his job. I I, I think he's gonna yeah. be fired at the end of the season. I think he's done regardless. Yeah, I think he's done regardless. But <laughs> I mean, think they're gonna change out of there regardless. Yeah, oh, yeah, I think they're gonna change that defense up regardless. Yeah. yeah. Uh let's take one more call before we get to big Jeremy San Antonio. Uh he said San Antonio should be the host of the neutral game. Jeremy, welcome to I Am Athlete tonight. Oh, I love you guys' show, man. Nothing like getting at work, having a beer, and listening to you guys, man. And Pac-Man does it right, man. Usually you guys got Shady on there, too. The Sean McCoy, yeah. I love hearing that dude talk. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? San Antonio built the Alamo Dome that seats 85,000 because they were trying to get the Raiders, and they don't use it hardly for anything. It's like a new facility that's easy to get in and out of the airports here. It's a neutral site. <clears throat> but I just wanted to say something because I know that Raider fan called in. And I wish him the best, but his boy Carr already got home field advantage locked up. He's at home. So not worried about Oh my home. God. <laughs> you a hey, savage. Don't don't talk about the Jets next like, quarterback like that. You know Max. Like Stephen A. Smith said, they should be embarrassed casting those paychecks to sit them think that they're gonna beat Andy <laughs> Reid tomorrow in Mahomes. Come on, man, get out of here with that. Now I think they got a chance, man. Back to the uh, – they got a chance. They'll get their Super Bowl tickets later like everyone else. It's fine. Yeah. But, <laughs> but the other neutral site, the other neutral site, Denver could have flew both teams out there with the money they wasted on Russell Wilson's washed up. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. He got some hot takes. Hey, dude. Okay. Good <laughs> Lord. Jeremy is not playing around. Oh, come on, man. It's all for you, baby. It's all for you. Uh, but you know what? These people are all talking like, well, in the second round and, and – and my calculator says that they would have a better percentage than Kansas City. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What if the Bills lose and Cincinnati loses this weekend? Then I think I think I think Kansas City hosts the game. I don't think they they do a neutral. Right. So of all coaches that, that have no emotion whatsoever, 
You think a Bill Belichick team ain't ready to go out there and put a jab in the Bills? Man, I don't care. I, I don't think no. the Bills are losing anybody this week. Yes, okay, listen. Well, hold on, hold on. If, if Lamar don't play for the Bengals, I see them benching their players to rest, like throwing the game away too. So before I people just said it. Ben Green would say, if you want to crown them, crown them. <laughs> yeah, but I appreciate you calling in. Jeremy had some heat, y'all. Yes, he did. Jeremy had some heat. I mean, he brings up a few good points, right? What if the somehow in the universe that Pax Bengals lose and mm-hmm. the Bills lose this game, right? It's Kansas. Well, because right now the way the, the rule is stated is if it's the Bills or Bengals, I think if they they lose and they play Kansas City, then I think it's still a neutral site. I'd have to go back and look. There's so much to de- decipher in that damn thing. It's like a puzzle. Um, but I, honestly, I just if both of those teams lose, the Bills and Bengals lose, I, I think Kansas City should get the home field advantage. I don't think that should be even up for discussion. But San Antonio, what y'all think about San Antonio the Alamo for a neutral site? No, it's got to be owned by the, an NFL team. Sorry, they're not sharing their revenue with anybody. Sorry, they definitely the NFL. They ain't sharing no bread, huh? No, <laughs> not, even, not, not even a question. That ain't not a question. I am athlete tonight is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I am athlete tonight with a five star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. Sirius XM Podcasts. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour.